0: sometimes I, you know, I use TV to kind of like create a new workshop or create a new content to my like uh, Instagram page. So it's, it's about it. It's like finding those, even though maybe you don't have like that, you know, feedback or that turnover that you were expecting of like financially, you know, uh, but it's a, it's a thing that's okay. So it's not giving me that, that point yet, but maybe it's giving me another point that I can use and improve some stuff my go tos because I am still in the process right like the app came with this idea because I was finding that consulting like 101 was not giving me the you know the revenue that I was expecting and of course I've been I've been watching some of your podcasts too and I think it's like a common concern around this you know this market because we spend like so much time with each patient case with each case and then I feel that I was I was uh either uh watching a Nicole Scott and I bought her book yeah. and uh so she was talking about it and I feel so you know um I felt like so comfortable when she she told that like she was making like a minimum wage when she realized that how many hours she was spending with the patient. And then either if they are, if she was charging them like more than a hundred dollars, she was not getting that. She was working like eight hours sometimes. And this is the way I feel. And then the app comes with this um, idea of putting together another tools to, you know, attend people, but maybe at once or maybe working once and then you can spread the word and then having people downloaded for each like a cheaper values or like you know what the specific and fair fee but then I could you know reach achieve more people but make more money too yeah exactly <laughs> because, yeah
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like, I really like, I saw that you had the idea of building this app and then that you've been on the news and all of these things. And I was really like proud. I'm like, there's somebody like going out and just doing what she has to do in order to grow her business. And that I think for me is really telling because the one thing that it sucks that I have to drill this into people's heads, but it's like, this is a really hard business to be in, and you have to be willing to like really dig dig down and work really hard. But it doesn't mean that you can't work smart,
0: <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's totally true. Like, I being in the media, like with the CTV, um, I think gave me lots of visibilities, and especially because I'm a newcomer in the country. So I feel that sometimes we need someone to address what you do and like a media or a TV or, you know, other channels can be that that one. I feel that CTV gave me that credibility and visibility for, for seeing, people seeing me and saying, oh, I, I like what she's saying. Sometimes they don't like, sometimes it's super funny because I go there and I do like a really hard work and then I just have like really negative feedbacks, especially talking about children's Food. <laughs> because people sometimes don't believe what I'm telling them, and they say, "My children will never eat that gross thing, whatever." Because it's just healthy. So um, it is. It is tricky. But at the same time, I've I, I've learned during this process that I've been on TV for a year and a half now that if people are talking bad things, it's because a lot tons of people are seeing and talking good things about you, and sometimes they don't. They don't go public to say the good things they just observe and go do with them for their family. And then for the ones that t- t- told me like, Oh, this is gross. No, my kids, you know, this is like just a waste of time. I feel that. Okay. But I, I think I have, I do have a percentage of people that have listened to me and maybe I'm doing, you know, I'm offering some changes and some pods on this. So it is, it is, it is exactly what you said. Like uh, we ca- it's a non stop journey of, Mm-hmm. Trying to find your spots and trying to find people that really believe in you, trust in you, and pay for your service, but also being there and not saying no. Sometimes I feel like tired of like preparing food to go on TV and don't have the feedback that I thought. But you know what? Being there, you need to be. You know, we need to be seen to be remembered, right? So it's it's all about this, like, you know, maintaining the same message and then delivering the same message. And at some point, some people just, you know, oh, that makes sense that I would try or, but it's not an easy, an easy,
1: an easy market to be, definitely not. I no. thought it would be a little bit easier, to be honest. Yeah. You know, but you make such a valid point in saying that sometimes energetically, it's hard to show up, right? Because you say the same thing over and over and over again, and you get almost that rejection. And it's how do you stay positive in that? And and so the mindset of, you know, being a holistic nutritionist, I feel, and maybe you agree with me, is is really tough, because you have to continuously be your own cheerleader, almost like yes, this message is important. Yes, I'm going to continue to say it, even if I get bad reviews, or even if I'm not making money right now, but this is really what I want to be doing. And, you know, maybe it's not about nutrition, you know, or it is in line, but it's something else in that. And until you really suss it out or try, you have no idea whether you're going to get there or not. So Mm -hmm. yeah, um, Yeah. do you want to share a little bit of your experience about how you got onto Um, I
0: think yes I can yeah I can definitely do that especially because it was a funny thing that happened in my life I would tell you that like, like you know we can record this but just to, so you know it's funny because and it's just inspiring too because when they invited me to go at for the first time there it was like a live segment and they wanted me to be talking about a workshop that didn't happen because I didn't achieve the minimum people, Did, you know, the minimum people didn't sign up for the workshop. So I was like, you know, promoting this workshop in a city. And then they found this workshop um, somewhere, I don't know where I think it was on Facebook. And then they thought, okay, so let's bring Juliana to talk about this workshop, because they needed to fill it in that treats minutes in that, uh, you know, segment. And it was like a day after or something like that. Yeah, it should be like be live. It was like July, my kids at home, summer break. It was crazy. And then they invited me and I said, oh my goodness. And I just like got a phone call from the place that I will be leading this workshop say, sorry, we didn't achieve the minimum because I think we needed 10. And I had only six people that signed up. Yeah, and I was so sad because I said, "Oh my goodness, that would be like my go-to." I was like in the right place with the right target, and I said, "I can't." Be. I was so sad, and then I got this Facebook CTV whatever producer uh, inviting me. I said, "And I said, oh my goodness, I needed to think like so quick, and then I start." I said, "Oh, you know what? We needed to reschedule the workshop, but <laughs> I can definitely go there and talk about." children nutrition that it was exactly what I would be talking I would be talking in my workshop and then she said you know what just come that would be awesome so just prep what you have in mind and then just send me some pictures about what you're going to talk about so I went to the grocery shop and then I I start cooking in the night with the kids around and then I went last the next day with all the foods like ready to show for my first live segment on TV with my kids watching me in the studio. And it was a success. Like the host was just, you know, delayed about how I talked and then how I make that easy to, you know, combine those things for kids. And then they started like inviting me every month after that. So it was like, a, a you know, a moment that I could say, oh, I'm sorry, the workshop's not working. It's not going to happen. But thank you for... Your invitation that could you know ended like that, but then I did the let this end. I said, This is the opportunity, you know, when one close one door closes, like the window open, and then you need to catch and just make your
1: way <laughs> yeah, yeah so exactly. it was
0: a funny story. <laughs>
1: that is a great story, honestly. I think that that's um such a positive. I guess, experience to show people how incredibly, I guess, rewarding this job is. Because even when it is hard, things just continuously, like... I know that like when me and my husband start like stressing and we're like, Oh my God, like why are we entrepreneurs? The next day, something amazing will happen to one of us or to both of us. And it's been happening over and over again. And it's, it feels like the more you embrace the crazy that is entrepreneurship, the more rewarding it comes, uh, uh, it becomes because you're really fulfilled in being able to, um, I don't know. Test your own abilities and your knowledge and yeah, strength, yeah. right? Like
0: uh, yeah, exactly. And then sometimes you never know that you have that skill. So I never knew that I had that skill that could help me, like you know, improve my appearance, improve my coaching skills. So sometimes I, you know, I use TV to kind of like create a new workshop or create a new content to my like uh, Instagram page. So. It's, it's about it. It's like finding in those, even though maybe you don't have like that, you know, feedback or that turnover that you were expecting of like financially, you know, uh, but it's a, it's a thing that's okay. So it's not giving me that, that point yet, but maybe it's giving me another point that I can use and improve some stuff and watching you and really being critical and seeing what you can improve and the way that you can talk better or the way that people see you because sometimes you have so much faith about what you do but when you deliver your message you're not that successful because maybe you are making that looking looking either like hard to do or unachievable or you are not inspiring people enough or you're not telling personal stories that people want to 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 hear and so it's just about you know finding the positive sides that that's definitely a truth.
1: So do you have any tricks up your sleeve in terms of staying positive? You know, as a busy mom, uh, <laughs> you know, who's obviously really creative and a go-getter. So, like, do you have any ways that you stay positive, uh, you know, in that crazy life?
0: <laughs> yeah, to be honest, like, with the pandemic, it's being hard. Some days are very tough because um, we are... We are we're we are working like in the only from home and then you, you just kind of like realize that you have like all this volume of work of being a mom, a wife, taking care of your house, and then it's still trying to improve your your income and then it's still have being creative and finding ways to make money. <laughs> So I I I, I can you know, I can tell that I was more positive like last year than I am this year just because of this pandemic and I think maybe like tighter their hands a little bit you cannot be out as you wish to achieve people or to be talking and doing workshops or something like that but I think my main value for the keeping the positive thing it's uh, remember about my mission because I feel that my job as health coach or you know either like uh, especially helping families it's totally about like a mission that I have in my life and the way that it just started 10 years ago was also in like kind of funny story with the pediatrician of my kids so it came from me not as a job it was something that saying someone saying Juliana you were good on this so you should help on other moms because they need your help it was more like that and then I start saying okay so let's create some recipes and then deliver these recipes. And so this is the way that everything started 10 years back. And um, this is sometimes what I feel. I, I try to remember the cases that have helped and then the positive feedback that I had from patients that never thought that could have this type of help that someone listened to them. And uh, treating them as a unique person, a unique human being, or either the baby as a unique baby, not like a volume of babies and pieces of papers and meal plannings. So, I think like a role of being a health coach and holistic nutritionist, that it's exactly what I love to do. And I, that's why I didn't go to the dietitian school because I feel that people need, need to be heard. We need to listen to their stories, and when they feel special, it's easier for us to convince them that the right path is on the right, not on the left, or you know. So it, nothing is like black and white. So I feel that I always say that when your 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 world is gray, you you you, you take you take a pen or you take a a pencil and then paint like this picture on, in my back. You know, sometimes it's everything gray, and then. You had like tons of like not too good feedbacks because people don't believe in you. And then I said, but how about those ones that believed? How about those ones that were successful? I had a patient this Saturday coming to my clinic. And I've been with this family since the baby was five months old. And I was able to do all the process of introducing solid for the little girl. And she's almost two now. And she's so healthy. She eats so well. She accepts everything that is healthy in a world and her mom just go see me to say okay like she doesn't I I feel that she just she only wants to see me for me to see her daughter you know and say look at how beautiful and healthy and happy she is and it's all about what we did together it was not only my job it was not only mom's job it was like a teamwork of presenting the right things for that child and she accepted and she had like a really hard time doing that on the in the process so she was able to count on me and then sometimes for keeping this positive positivity I feel that remember these cases remember the, the, the people that you did some difference in their lives people that tells you good things so it's very hard nowadays because as I said before like people love to open their mouth to to say bad things <laughs> they usually they don't share the good things but you know it's about a mission it's about like what you believe and um I think the income the revenue the you know the business will I, I I'm confident that I will find my my way to make money I'm not making that mu- the money that I, I wish mm-hmm. but I feel that I'm on 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 a journey like I am on the right direction now putting some things together that I was kind of like leaving aside, side mm-hmm. and yeah and it's all about it and when I see my children too you know I did everything that I do with my patients I did with my children so it's exactly what I believe and I know that it, it works I know how it works and I know how good it can be like I never had a battle on 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 a table because sometimes we are looking at the food and you're looking and you are, we are not looking at the moment at the food experience and a new experience. So sometimes it's just switching some channels in our brain and not looking at this and looking more at that direction. And sometimes it's just only what people need to know. It's not like nutrients. People can go and Google it and, and find the nutrients of each food. It's, yeah. it's about like, you know, putting them together and putting in a way that it will work. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that's, I'm not sure if I answered your question. <laughs> I was
1: like, very white, sorry. No, it's it's perfect because I think that you're right. Like, um, you know, as a health coach or as a holistic nutritionist or whatever it is, I think that we get into the business because we're healers, right? Like, if we were born thousands of years ago, we would have been the healers of the community, right? And, and so... yeah the job that we have isn't just about relaying information, but it's helping each unique person find their way through and to health, you know, whether that's mindset or coaching or on the specific foods or whatever it is. But I think our jobs, yeah, is really to walk alongside people towards their health journey. So I I think that you said it perfectly is, um, you know, if you made a collage of all the positivity, it would turn into something beautiful, but like alone, it can seem like it's nothing. But and in terms of like the financial side, you know, I bet you get to be home with your kids more and you get to do a job that you absolutely love. And for me, like, yes, money is great because you have to have food on the table and a roof over your head. But, you know, it's those things that for me matter as a mom as well. Um, you know, being able to take the day off if I have to, because my kid is sick or something, you know, like that, the whole world is not resting on a position for somebody else. You know, it's really meant for you. So yeah. Yeah. You make some valid points there. Um, so I want to dive a little bit into like the prenatal nutrition and, um, Maybe even, yeah, I guess, do you want to just explain as a holistic nutritionist and a health coach what you do uh, with families, essentially, like what you've created?
0: Okay, related with prenatal, you mean?
1: Yeah, or just like in your business in general, you know, like what your general um, approach is, I guess. Is okay.
0: Yeah. So um, so what I feel is that since I became a mom, that is where everything started, I realized how important it it was to take care of your body first when conceiving a baby. And sometimes what I feel is that either the, the, the women is focusing on getting pregnant and then it's only about hormones and they want to have a baby. And then they're focused only in one piece of the puzzle, but they are not looking on their overall health and what types of, you know, skin care they're using or what types of lifestyle they are, they're having or or how they are sleeping. So they're just focusing on, oh, I want to get pregnant and then I want to have a healthy baby. So they are super focusing on those final lines, you know, those results. And then I, w- what I found is that as a health coach and with the skills that I've been, uh, you know, accumulating over time, I thought that a good strategy should be showing these mothers or this mom-to-be or this planning mothers how important it was for them to start focusing on their health, their overall health, including nutrition, including lifestyle environment, and everything so it's my it 's more about like educating them because this is what I feel that is a is a weakness of myself too sometimes I give too much information and they will never come back because they will succeed. <laughs> I give them the tools that they need i don 't want to be you know you know um holding back someone that I know that can just go you know I want them to understand and I want to empower them to do to make their own choices so this is what I found if I when I start working like 10 years ago I was talking about children and recipes and healthy habits and healthy feeding but then especially here in Canada I understood over time that I needed to go a little bit back I needed to treat this women even before they conceive a baby. Because you know, the, the egg needs three months to be built and, and grow in her body. So if you have an healthy egg like you improve the chances of having a healthy baby and a healthy pregnancy. And if you improve your hormones, you improve your diet, you improve your lifestyle, even before you conceive your baby, the chances are bigger that you maintain this pregnancy and then you avoid miscarriage and you avoid other problems with your pregnancy. So I thought maybe educating this woman before even they have a child, it would be beneficial for them as a woman because sometimes we forget about that we are body we are a person and we need to take care of us before the baby (laughs) because you know if we don't have mom we don't have baby so (laughs) So, we need to take care of us and then we want to take care of this baby together with us and then when this baby is born it is still about us because if we don't have a postpartum support if we don't have the balanced life when you deliver a baby you won't be able to take care of that baby properly And then you have the baby. So like the baby would be the fourth step of a healthy life. And when I created my target or my business, I was, I am looking forward for this four processes, this four categories. That's why I'm creating the app with the four categories, because this is, I think, is the main four, four first steps of providing and helping your child of having a healthy future. And everything that you do during these four timeframes, it will make totally difference in their lives. So right. I have seen, like many cases in my office, that the children comes already with allergies, with the chronic disease. With, it, it with of course we have genetics. Of course we have a tens of other reasons. And maybe if mom, you know, improved everything, maybe they wouldn't avoid because sometimes it's impossible. But I can see many of cases that if moms should be, you know, looking at their health and their process from the beginning or even, you know, before, still, before the pregnancy happened, they will improve the chances of this child not having this hard time in the future. So I am pretty sure that all moms want them, to, they know, that child to be happy and healthy. But sometimes they don't realize from where to start. Yeah. And then I create this whole cycle of treating this women. And I'm focused on, now I am focused more on the mom, on the women. And of course, I, I love treating children. This is my passion. I love when I have, you know, the the chance to start solids with the family because it's so worth it. And I can, as, as I said, they come back to me with like a little girl, two years old, eating everything and no hard times with the, the greens and oranges in their plate. So- it's so like this is my gift, <laughs> but it cannot be right. I need I need to have another types of <laughs> you know yeah. financial responses. But you know, if I if I could live only with this, you know, um results as my payment, I would I would be happy already. So but I understand that sometimes moms need to see the changes in their bodies and in their lives and in their well-being even before investing in their child's healthy health healthy habits
1: yeah i think you're right though in saying that most moms the minute that we become a mom we forget that we're a separate being from that from that infant essentially so i i totally agree with you on the fact that um yeah, it starts at the root of the at the root of the issue, right? Like the woman, if we're not healthy mentally, physically, before the baby comes, it leads to issues down the road. And I've seen it in my own kids personally too. You know, before I became a nutritionist, um, I was living in a basement suite that most likely had mold and like now I have fibromyalgia and my son has severe allergies and behavioral issues, and so I'm firmly in agree in agreement with you that the health of where you're at truly affects how the baby's going to come out like everything from my delivery to like my son's health now to um you know that all can be taken back to the state of my health at the time right so it's really, um, I think, important. And I like the cycle that you've kind of put in there where it's like, okay, well, we start here and then we transition through to all of the other stages. I think that's amazing. It's a really mm-hmm. good idea.
0: Um, yeah, I think it's easier for us to feel when we feel, uh, you know, it's it's unfortunate, but human being needs to see things, to see things happening and to see, understand the results and understand how they're feeling before they make some decisions so sometimes you say um i I have like trouble sometimes that like some moms understand what i'm offering or what i'm creating as a nutrition plan for their children because they don't understand how that thing can help can help or um there is still children when they grow up they can make their own choices when i was a child i didn't eat this kind of thing so sometimes it's hard for them to you know Um, overcome some of the habits or some of the beliefs that they had because of their health or because their family was not like that. Even though I believe that 30 years, 40 years ago, like we were much more healthier than we are today. <laughs> I do believe that you know a thirty or forty years old mom would see that and would see the changes. But sometimes the world is so like in rush, and we don't have time to understand. And then we go in a grocery shop, and then we see that everything that is for kids, will have wheat, we have sugar, we have, and you kind of realize that okay, it may be what my kids need because. This is exactly what they eat. Otherwise, they won't eat anything. And I don't want my kids to go in bed without eating. So it's more like about, you know, if they don't eat like mac and cheese every day, they won't eat anything. But it's not about it. It's about construction and building together this relationship. And um, I always talk about like the relationship with food. And this is easier to understand when I'm talking with families. But sometimes it's not easy for moms even trying to conceive to realize their relationship with food. So how they are you know how the intake of some types of food are related with their emotions and their fears and not related with what they need. And sometimes it's totally the opposite. They are totally investing in 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 some types of foods that are not good for them. They know that, but they cannot avoid because you know, it's like many, many Many reasons for that, but it is it is still um it is about uh, educating and empowering, and that's why like when I spend an hour with my patient, I've been I am talking I'm listening to them at least twenty minutes because I want to listen to their story, I want to understand what are the challenges and struggles because I'm, for each person is different, but when I start talking, I kind of like have like. <laughs> I start like a, a teacher moment and then I start teaching and they start saying, Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, my mom always did that for me when I was sick, but I never realized that it should be good for me to improve my chances of conceiving a baby. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't know that it could heal like for my postpartum period or it could like improve my digestion and improving my digestion and observing better the nutrients. So it's about teaching them because what I feel is that we live in a, in a health system that gives you, um, you know, not recipes, but it's kind of like, you know, protocols. Okay. So you want to lose weight. This is the paper. You want to go, whatever you want to improve digestion, eat that you want to. So it's more like a, you know, a lot of plans for everyone, but it's different. It, it, each person is different. So sometimes the issue for ones it's for one the type of person it's different of the other one and it's sometimes it's not doable for them they'll see that list of ingredients that they never ate before or they don't like and then you say okay so I just put this piece of paper somewhere else and I will start and I will continue eating what I what I am about to eat and then sometimes have some probiotic because I saw on a tv show that it's good for me (laughs) so it is hard so when you have the moment of explaining and um, you know catching those those clues that are telling you that it's involved with emotion it's involved with fears it's involved with a, a, norm, a hormone imbalance and then you treat that and then you give the tools through ingredients and through nutrients that then will balance that emotions and then they start making their choices better and they will be easier every time that you make you know It can be hard for the first two or three weeks, I would say. I always say that a habit takes up to 21 days to be built. So we need that 21 days and we need to focus on 21 days. The 22nd day will be amazing. You'll be eating what you should without realizing it. And we won't be uh, like, you know, oh my goodness, I'm eating my nuts again. Oh, I'm having my oats. (laughs) You know, it's not about it. It will be just like pleasure about pleasure and about seeing and feeling the results from that choices that you just made. And you made part of your life. I always say my patients, it's, it needs to be true for you. If it's not true for you, it's only a piece of paper or diet that your neighbor told you that you would lose weight. That's why I'm totally against diets Because diets for me, it's about feeling guilty, feeling heavy and you know it's not part of you you know of course you can become a low carb you can become vegan you can become if that it's true for you and your body you know um, talk in your body respond and you feel happy about it if you are not feeling happy if you're not feeling you know that that's it. your true, doesn't make any sense, and you gain the wage back and you gain the sadness back and you gain at some point you know the count who comes and the check who comes and you need to pay that, so it is it is tricky for that for that process sometimes to you need to, you need to destroy to rebuild. Yeah, I think it's more about this process. Yeah, and exactly. when you get it. You get it.
1: I think that you have the right approach when it comes to approaching your patients or clients, because, you know, I had a discussion the other day with a friend of mine and I said, you know, are you a life coach or are you a nutritionist? Because I feel like a lot of the work that we do has to end up being coaching versus consulting, you know, and we figure out a process that works on every person's level and not just, you know, yes, we need a niche and a specific topic that we can learn to educate ourselves on and then educate others on. But the process of getting somebody there, the more I teach and the more I coach and the more I work with people, the more I realize it is. Absolutely a hundred percent about behavior and emotion and psychology, and learning how to read people and understand their limitations and what's going to hold them back from starting, and then being able to find a way to break those barriers down, which that makes you capable of literally working in any niche, any area um, with clients and I think it's brilliant and such an important message to tell people because I don't know what school you went to but I know that a a lot of the nutrition schools coaches are coming out and they think they have to do it the way that the school taught and it's sad because a lot of people are like well this isn't viable nobody's getting results how do I make this happen and and so I think it's It's important for people like us who figured out along the way through the work that we're doing to really share that message with people, um, both nutritionists and patients or clients alike, right? Like that the meal plan that you see going around on the internet is not going to necessarily work for you and um, that it really does need to be made specifically for your goals in mind. It can't just be a cookie cutter. so
0: yeah yeah I agree, and I think you you you, you touched like in a good point because I feel that each one of us, because fortunately this market you know health coaches are growing, and we ha- we are having lots of people interested to you know to join this journey of understanding this whole approach the the whole the whole life approach um, but i i I truly believe that you must understand your your true too. Because sometimes, as you just said, I've learned a lot in the school that I, I was studying for the two years. And I, 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 you know, I've observed a lot. But there was like lots of things that I've been learning with my children and back home with the pediatrician that treated my child in Brazil and all the approach that we have with anthroposophy and holistic nutrition and the Waldorf method and all those, those, those points that sometimes it's not, uh, people don't know too much depending on where you work and you don't need to actually visit that point. But you know, it's about building your true and understanding and respecting that some people won't buy it mm. and that's okay. <laughs> and sometimes it's it's just important to know, sometimes I say, I, 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 I have patients coming to me that they wanted a naturopath. I am not a naturopath. I don't want to be a naturopath because I'm not. I didn't study for that. And sometimes I just ended the consultation and say, you know what? I have a good name for you. You just go there. I will call her and send every all my, my insights from your case and she will be willing to help you. And so it's just finding because otherwise you will be pointing in the direction and you know, they will be avoiding, they will be not understanding. And then they will spread like a wrong word about you. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, and other, on the other hand, if you have the people that trust it and buy the truth that you have and understand as being their true too, and that's a, that is something that will work for them and make sense in their lives, and that will be like a successful. But I, I never like, I, I always give my, even like for my friends from another areas of, you know, work of like with health like just don't give up about you what you believe because when you believe it makes like so much easier your job because you would talk about it so easily and it will make sense for the ones that are open to buy it you know open to listen to you and say oh like one example is that uh, you know um sometimes they are their transition from breastfeeding to bottle feeding And of course, with the appropriate age from one year old, I would suggest to start with goat milk because it's you know they are more they're similar with the breast milk. They are they have like they have like less lactose. They have less no casein or almost no casein. So they have like lots of benefits that you know coming from breast milk would be more adaptable. I didn't learn this in my school. I learned with my journey of understanding and studying and under you know, going in deep of what I believe. So all my, usually like 90% of my patients that are transitioning, like they're leaving breastfeeding and then they are starting feeding and I would go with goat milk. But sometimes mom don't don't believe, don't want and point. And we need to respect and let them go with their choices. You know, you made your, your point and you explained Sometimes they will go and just, you know what, Juliana, it, it's too expensive or I cannot find it my, you know, my favorite grocery shop or whatever. That's okay. They have the reasons and it's important for us to, to um, respect and start, you know, continue treating that patient or supporting them. But I won't change my approach because I believe that goat milk is better for this transition just because... A couple of moms said no for me, mm-hmm. you know, or just only because I didn't learn in school or only because Canadian food guide didn't tell me that or, you know what I mean? So yeah. by the way, I love the new Canadian food guide. I think it's more for <laughs> by our side <laughs> than for the others. Yeah. But, you know, anyways, I don't like, I don't believe in cows' milk at all. I just, I mean, the to milk would be like something that because children need that. For the transition, depending on the age, of course. But for example, my children don't drink milk since they are two, and right. they never had problem with calcium absorption, calcium intake because this is a myth. But sometimes we need to understand that moms and their culture of that family and habits are around cow's milk, and sometimes you won't have a chance to. Put your, you can plant your seed, but sometimes you won't, you know, it won't grow, yeah. but that's okay. And it's about respecting and um, supporting their decision and, you know, being a, around to support if there is any reaction or aller, allergies related or digestive and everything else. But, you know what I mean? So it's, sometimes it's about building your own practice with the, with the basis and the pillars that you believe and move forward with that. And, as much as you believe, uh, sometimes I talk with my pediatrician in Brazil that he was my, my mentor. <laughs> and he, he always say, it's not, it's not 100% of people that will believe in you. As soon as you believe and you know that you are doing your job and you know that you are doing the best of, of you can, that you can for that family, it just you know address what you believe and and go ahead. But it, you are not being bought from everybody. Sometimes they don't like, and that's okay. And it's just you know you can refer for a colleague or something else. But it's it's about like maintaining your truth. Otherwise, you will be fluctuating in many universes, and you will never be your own. You know, you'll never have like that. It, it it's a kind of like a power in your hands, mm-hmm. and make the your the difference that you want for that people. Mm-hmm. And in the way that you, when you were teaching, when you were coaching them, it, it's easier and make more sense if you are telling the truth and not navigating. Oh yeah, cow's milk here. Or, this is just an example, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, you are navigating of many things, and then you get them, your clients more confused <laughs> from then when they started. So it, it's about like coaching and you know, selling your message, you know, um, delivering your message. And then, yeah.
1: I think you're you're bang on. Just because we leave school doesn't mean that our education stops and that what we believe when we leave school even is what should stay. You know, like you said, you, you discovered that goat's milk was better outside of your education um, or your formal education, and now you've brought that into your practice. And I mean – that's the same with me, you know, like, we come, I think, like, in the holistic nutrition world, we really come from, you know, a whole foods diet or a more plant based diet. And so for a while, you know, it really did get me kind of uppity when I would get, you know, plant based eaters telling me, hey, you have to eat plant based if you want to be a good holistic nutritionist. And I was like, that doesn't work for my body, so no. And it doesn't work for my kid's body, so no. And and I, it, it's kind of becoming that like almost indoctrinated approach to nutrition that is, I don't wanna say like destroying our industry, but could be detrimental to actually helping people, right? Like, it's okay if you wanna be vegan. You work with the vegans. I won't touch them because I personally don't have experience. I don't have uh, the knowledge in order to coach somebody through that because I've never experienced it. And that's Mm -hmm. why I think finding a niche or finding, like you said, a truth that you are willing to stand behind 100%, like your mission. This is my mission and my path of getting there. Will be clear because you know what that is, and um you make a really valid point in saying that, and I think it's important that people hear that it's okay to shift along the way too, right, like yeah, this opinion, and now I don't you know and and yeah you're okay with being wrong sometimes that's what teacher teachers that's what makes a good teacher somebody who's still willing to continue to learn right
0: yeah yeah i agree yeah you you touch on a point that it's very um you know trend nowadays this vegan and vegetarian um process i am a believer that it can work for you as soon as it's working for you and i am i am not vegan as well i am i would say 75 70 30 like uh, plant-based i do like to have like a more plant-based but it was like something that i've been building over the years but for example my oldest son is totally into it like for mediterranean diet he's more willing to fish and my youngest boy is totally for red meat so it's about and my husband too so it's about respecting those two right i do have friends that like mom is vegan and all the family eats meat lovers. And she cook meat, she, she do everything, but she doesn't eat because she... This is about respect and finding your, your spot in the world, right? I've been studying a lot about vegan and vegetarian, especially during uh, pregnancy and uh, you know for trying to conceive. So I, nowadays I feel confident that I can treat and support patients if they're vegan or vegetarian already. But I also, I'm also like an advocate of encouraging them to listen to their bodies, especially during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So we have, I have like some patients in Australia that they are willing to have some like adding some like bone broth in their diet or, you know, visiting some fish sometimes only because they are finding that their bodies are telling them, sending the message. Mm-hmm. I used to say for my pregnant woman that, we have magical moments in our lives that is when we are child, like until we are like three years old. We have the like animal instincts, so we we are like the babies have instincts as an animal, <laughs> so we know that we can see that it 's crazy, but women sometimes don 't realize that they do have too, especially when they are pregnant and during postpartum. So sometimes if you're, if you've been like vegan for a while or two years, I'd say three years, and then you became pregnant and then your body is asking you and you are craving for some types of food, it's a red flag of your body is needing them. So maybe we need just to find a way for you to get the intake. Maybe it can be through, you know, fish oil capsules. Or you can, you be willing to have some fish because it's important for your, your baby's brain grow. So it, it is like, you know, educating them. I am not, I would never say no for treating a, a vegan patient trying to conceive and pregnant because nowadays I have, I, 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 I'm confident that I can do so. But I I will always listen to them and te- coaching them to listen to their bodies too. So we can find the strategies of not, Maybe you don't, you don't need to have a steak, but you can have those other sources that will improve, or you can improve your chances of observing iron and zinc combining the vitamin C together with some plates with some dishes to make sure that you are having the full nutrient absorption from plant based protein too. so it, it is like about coaching again because sometimes they are having oh, but I'm, I'm, it's been good, I have the B twelve supplement. And I feel great. I said, okay, but when you're pregnant, it's different because you are are growing a new human being inside your body. He's catching everything before you. So it's it's important to to understand. And sometimes they will buy the, the idea of having some, you know, you can include some ingredients back or they're not buying. So we need to support in another way. But again, it's not, I, I feel that vegan and vegetarian lifestyle is becoming more trending that people be a knowledge about what it is about. And being vegan is not for everyone. And it's a process. And uh, again, I've, I've learned recently, either with my, my, my studies, that um, it's proved that if, you, if your body is totally willing to be vegan, sometimes you either, you don't need either supplements because your body deals so great with that sources that you don't need to be, you know, uh, like taking whatever, five capsules a day because sometimes people just switch, right? Oh, I don't eat meat, but then I have like four bottles of capsules in, you know, of synthetic vitamins in, in my side table. No, that doesn't make sense, right? So- it all is. It's all about like you know building a way that your body will work fast with the nutrients that you give them. You you give it to your body. So, I think this is a it's a really you know uh, delicate <laughs> topic because it's hard sometimes to catch the people that are super vegan and they don't want to visit. Sometimes I, I, have, I have calls mm-hmm. from patients that want to book with me and they're saying, I am vegan. I just want to know if you be trying to convince me to don't, don't be, as a no worries, we can talk. <laughs> I'm not against of your lifestyle, but I will encourage them or educate them and coaching them if they need, especially during pregnancy. I always say you can. Continue your diet, your... Sometimes keto diet, I feel too. Lots of people are, you know, lost lots of weight through coming, you know, becoming, doing like the keto diet for like long years. And then they want to became pregnant. And I don't see any problem and harm before getting pregnant because of course you helped your body to, you know, maintain a good weight and then will be healthy for you. But... For the time being, and then having a baby inside your belly, it's different. So we need to consider the grains. We need, and it's not about like you having back and then putting the weight back. It's about understanding the components of each food and how important they are. And if it like uh, grains don't, don't don't need exactly to be your enemy because they're good for you. As soon as they're whole grains, as soon as they are especially organic and non-GMO, and as soon as you visit all the grains, because grains, people people think wheat, oat, rice. It's not only the tree. We have lots of other grains that are good for you, rich, you know, protein and amino acid rich. We can have like a, a full week of eating one grain each day, one different grain each day. So, sometimes people don't know the names of the grains and it's, it's about coaching again. It's about letting them know the benefits of each types of food for each moment of your life. And that's why I love of having this, this whole cycle with me when women um, talk to me, because depending on the time that you're living or depending how the, the way that you're investing your health, it's important to know what types of food and when they go home and with the list of food or like, you know, coaching that I just, sometimes they leave my office with like a 15 pages nutrition plan. And they say, oh my goodness, they, they would never thought about it. But it's so much to talk because sometimes they come to me with PCOs, diabetes, <laughs> lots of things. And I said, okay, let's explain because they want to go home and tell their husband. They want to go home and make a plan and make, make them plan make sense. And I always tell, don't live here and go to the grocery shop, go home read it through and sleep on it and then tomorrow you'll make the best decisions tomorrow you understand what you have what you don't what you believe what makes sense what don't and then you go because when you go step you know when you move smoothly it's easier for you to adjust and buy that new lifestyle and to improve your your perception of your body and what you're your intakes and that it's easier for you to maintain. Otherwise you go and then you buy and then you put a bunch of new things in your pantry and then you
1: look at this and say, okay, what should I do now?
0: (laughs) And it's exactly what I don't want them to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's the subtle changes that I find work really well for people is um, you know, looking at the overall picture and saying, Okay, well, here is what we need to do, but we're gonna take each incremental step towards it instead of just like, here's everything, you're on your own, off you go. Um, because it is like really it's a whole lifestyle and a whole change. And I try and remember remind people either when I'm coaching them or um uh, you know, just talking in general is that we really have to look at um, what was I going to say on this? I had it and now it's gone. (laughs) Oh, it's right out of my head. Um, (laughs) What was I going to say? Hold on. It's here. Uh, That we have to make sure that we're addressing the core root of the issue and making sure that we meet the person where they are and um yeah, I really do feel like the work that we're doing is so important, but very hard to navigate through. And I think I really like your approach to looking at the whole picture in terms of psychology and uh, mindset and making sure that people are getting the information that they really need um, and making baby steps, you know, like no pun intended, because we're talking about prenatal, but you know, like baby steps in the in the <laughs> in the direction that they have to go so um on that note i don't really have any more questions for you but did did you want to share maybe one thing that you're learning about in your field of expertise are you reading a book or listening to a podcast that you really love
0: um you know i've been reading um lots of books uh, not like books books like you know articles so i've been um I am very passionate about seeing um the, the the strategies that I have that I want to implement in my patients or to you know uh developing the programs that I will be launching in the app future in the future. But um knowing the way that it it works. So uh even though um I do feel that people nowadays, like all the areas of health, they are treating based on evidence-based, oh, there was a study, oh, there is this about, like, let's say, babies uh, being exposed for the allergens with four months old. So this is very tricky for me, (laughs) but I am, you know, considering reading it and understanding what types of strategies have worked and the way that it worked and, and the way that I've been working with my patients if they're matching. Mm-hmm. is that if that makes sense i also um love of you know i i was mentioned that I, I i listened to the nicole scott uh podcast and I was in love with her and the way that the way that she um nowadays empowered women through her own experience through you know breast cancer and then becoming ingrained. i'm considering becoming ingrained because of her it's just crazy how like how powerful she is and uh when I see and when I saw her talking and having the same issues that I had you know through my practice or the way that she always she she mentioned I'm reading her book so like that was hard for the others to understand the changes that she did with her family and related with many things um but it this is really it is very encouraging when you see another person in that same field that you are and sometimes i do feel super alone of doing what i'm doing uh like in winnipeg i am i can tell that i'm like the only particular like holistic nutritionist specialized in women through motherhood process so either before you know before conceiving, having a baby and postpartum, I was like a second to that, you know, offering like children's nutrition. Uh, But like for this field, I feel that it's, there is an opportunity of helping those women there. And, but sometimes I feel weak, you know, I feel that "Mm, I'm the only one doing that. Should I, should, may I, do I, you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right You know, it's so weird because it's so important. And um, I have been have, having patients, for example, that comes to me. And this is the point that I got. It was very funny because one week I was listening to her podcast. And then I started thinking, yes, this is what I want to be. This is what I believe. And this is how I want to change people's life. And, and then I got up, I I was talking with a friend of mine and I was thinking, you know what? I always get my patients from the fertility clinic because I work in acupuncture clinic that is specialized in supporting women through this process. And then of course she got patients that are already under, uh, you know, fertility treatment and then they want to improve the chances. Of course, you're spending tons of money and you want make the if that works you know that works you want to make that successful so you use all the tools that you have and then these patients are coming to me so we're in a you know a it's a cycle of like supporting health of course like a, a more you know medicine part of it of already treating the patient and then we have acupuncture and then we have holistic nutrition and when I take that patient it's around urgency already. So they, you know, they are having the injections, they are having their hormones already. So I got this patient already with this not natural ways to leave and they are just pushing, you know, uh, pushing chances, chances to get, to improve the chances to get pregnant and then they will have the IVF or not, you know, many cases. And then in that night I was like, you know, I'm just, I just wanted one couple to come to me before going to that clinic. I just wanted to, to see how I could help even before this step of, you know, spending tons of dollars in a treatment that sometimes you don't need. It's just about watching what you're doing, watching the shampoo you're using watching your lifestyle, watching your night of sleep. So sometimes it's, It's coming, you know, the solution comes even before. Sometimes it's not, but sometimes it can. And then in that week I had this patient coming to me, a couple asking for help because they don't believe that they have a problem. They just believe that there's something wrong, but they don't want to go to the clinic. So I catch the couple. I'm still in the process. I hope it works before they go to the treatment. But you know, it's just about what you were at, you were saying before. Sometimes we are very discouraged, and then one message comes to you and say, "I like that woman. She's so pretty. She's so, you know, powerful. She's so I can be that person. I just need a chance." And then the universe just sent me a couple with a chance because they didn't they didn't want to go to the clinic. They want to see me first. They want to see acupuncture working first. And then both of them are doing acupuncture. Both of them are under my uh, nutrition plan. And let's see how it goes. I am, you know, have my fingers crossed that it worked. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, it's about it. I, I am. I, I love reading, like, um, evidence, evidence-based research and studies because I want to see the results published. And I say, see, I told you, it can work, you know. Yeah. But then on the other hand, sometimes we need to go with the, our instincts too. We need to go with our journey and everything that is that is working. And I am a thirty-nine years old mom, pregnant of my third baby, and I got it naturally. I didn't, you know, and sometimes people say, Oh, you know, I'm thinking you'll get pregnant, but I will be forty in my in May. I said, Okay. So let's get you pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make a baby. You need just, you know, you just need to follow some steps. And I never felt so um aware about my body, my emotions, my feelings that I am now with 39. Like I, I have my first baby, I was 29, the second one 31. But I feel young, I feel in power, I feel, you know, I feel I I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm feeling. I I understand my body, I understand my baby, I understand, you know, and I did it for myself. You know, I didn't, of course, I went to acupuncture and I had a good nutritionist, <laughs> but that's it. That was it. I, I was investing in my health before, during, and I'm, you know, every, all the signage says that my health, I have a healthy boy inside my belly and I'm pretty sure that everything will run positively. But you know sometimes its it's about it, like um it's about putting together the emotion with the with the with the practical and then trying to combine them together with your truth and being confident about the message that you are delivering. I think it's not easy I've been you know building it in the last two years, but uh I'm getting there, I'm just you know having the and listen to your podcast with the people that it's, it's such a great idea and a great, um, you know, uh, source of this power. You know, I think we always need to be, we need to be in power ourselves every day and, every message that you listen and then you just you you already mentioned many things that i just note and i said see what she said it's exactly what i was looking for you know yeah. it's just you know listen to the others i i've been learning to sometimes we feel so alone in in some things in our lives or either like you know motherhood or being a wife or taking care of a family or in your work uh it's uh, it's important to listen to the others yeah, i think other people can share and you can understand and learn so much from the other eyes and hearts perspective so I've been learning this too you know it's not about being only on the books only on the research and studies and published and whatever even though it's hard to find the, those scientific sources from our field right but sometimes it's just with another names. <laughs> you just read and say, this is exactly what I do. And I know that works. It's happening. It happened with like goat milk, for example. But um, on the other hand, it's important for us to build that confidence and seeing case by case and seeing the results and knowing the people that are counting on you and um, positively and the positive results that you can generate. And Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's important to say, like, whether in your case for a patient, you know, self-care is the ultimate the ultimate goal, whether you're the nutritionist or the patient, because <clears throat> the minute that you're taking care of yourself, it only helps further your journey and your understanding of what your patient or your client is going through as well. You know, like, if you're struggling with a certain thing, you know that that client most likely is going to struggle with that as soon as they come. But there's also something really powerful in diving into yourself and believing in yourself and your intuition and letting that guide you through your journey as well. Because when you do that, you know that there's no opposition that you can come up against. Like you said, like knowing your truth is going to guide you to the, to the ultimate goal and making you feel comfortable with where you're at. And I take the same approach. Like I think uh, in coaching or in business or in everything that we do, the more that we empower the community and the people that we're working with, the better we all get. And so I think that, you know, it's, it's almost, it's energy, right? Like we pass positive energy on to other, other people and hope that we can affect change, but we have to take care of uh, something that my husband and I always say that is totally relevant to this is um, you always have to take care of your, your bedroom first, like keep your room clean, right? Like if you're not taking care of yourself in your body and all of those things first, how can you expect to be a good coach or to have lasting change? So, um, you know, for your moms to be like, how can you, I'm not saying how can you be a good mom, but like how can you expect to have the energy that you need and be on, on time and focus and have everything that you need for that little baby. If you're not teaching yourself how to do those things first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true it's a valid point that you make that it's not always about the evidence-based papers or reading the most up-to-date books or anything like that. I find that the more that I actually read evidence-based papers, what they're proving is stuff that's been known for thousands of years already, you know, like how breath affects us, you know, with our immune system and our face shape and our blood pressure and all of those things. Like I'm finding like, eastern medicine is being proven by western science more and more and it's it's really fascinating just to see those correlations kind of come together but um
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and you said something about community that i think that it's important to mention that is exactly what i'm uh planning to do with my app yeah. um because uh this is like it's all about energy and i felt that like last week i was so the app, can i talk a little bit just about the app idea
1: yeah
0: uh, so the the app idea came through these struggles because sometimes you even though I spend an hour with my patient, sometimes more <laughs> because I don't look at sometimes in, a, in the clock and then um, I feel that I didn't have enough time to share everything that they should know related with what they're looking for or their goals um, and I do like we do have in our community like uh, Canada is a very fortunate country that offers so many alternative alternative like uh, strategies to support health right yeah. and through the motherhood process of became becoming pregnant during pregnancy postpartum and when you have a little a little child it's, uh, we have many, we have tons of good people out there that it's not only with that 15 minutes appointment that you have with your pediatrician, it doesn't resume with the 15 minutes appointment that you have with a dietitian if you're, if you're experiencing some struggles. So um, thinking about that, I said, why not create this portal, this universe, this digital, especially now during the pandemic that everybody's getting pretty much everything delivered online, and we need to reinvent ourselves, right? Of course, maybe a massage or acupuncture cannot offer like an online service yet, but maybe they can teach like pressures or they can teach some breathing uh, techniques. We can do like nowadays yoga online and having like an instructor for you. So we do have alternatives, especially during these tough times. And I think it will be totally uh, a trend, like totally a tendency. Like everybody should be having that chance to offer online services and online alternatives for people. And this is like on the if you one hand it's it's weird because you want to be with your client. On the other hand, you can achieve more people, right? Because you're not limited in the city that you work. So I think this is a great if we see like from a positive side again, it's a great opportunity for everybody. And then Putting together like nutrition, we know that holistic nutrition, like health coaching, it's not only about food. It's about the entire human being. It's about mental health. It's about your, the time that you rest, the quality of your sleep, your, you know how your body moves, what you put in your skin. So it's about everything, everything related with your life from inside out and outside, outside and outside in. And then I said, why not put together this whole, this whole information for these women that are, you know, from conceiving to birth and beyond in one tool that they can uh, trust. Because I think if we put together great professionals that are telling their truth together in one tool of having, being healthy, you know, investing in your well-being during this process, this will help right? And then you don't need to go like Instagram, tons of lives at the same time, tons of like sponsor coming. And I feel that social media is, unfortunately, it became, it became so commercial that kind of like lost that mission of connecting people. So like the owner of this, this platforms, these apps, kind of, you know, they navigate us, not us. We don't have the power anymore. We only see those five people, ten, whatever, that because you, you didn't realize, but you liked what they say because either they're your friends or either they're your neighbors and then they show you because of the your postal code, whatever they use to manipulate you or your age or your stage, whatever. But you are not. You don't have power anymore. How many times you went to social media and then you were trying to find that person that you love, and then you thought that their business closed, but no, they're there. But for some reason, Facebook or Instagram took them out of your feed, and you don't see them anymore. So I I I I feel so manipulated. And when you have an app that would be like a a tool that I can manage, so I will offer this content from that will be a message from all these professionals in the community. And I'm starting in Winnipeg, but of course I want to open for the whole Canada. You put your postal code and then if you're in Vancouver, if you're in Calgary, if you're in Toronto, you can find your own professions together with your all Canadian professionals, right? You want to, to hear their voices and then you're going to read that message. You're going to understand, and then they will be educating you about the benefits of each field. So, Last week, I started talking with these professionals and the energy that I got from this was so magical because people that I never heard about, like sleep consultants for infants, uh, massage, reflexologists, physiotherapists. um, We have like a massage massage therapist that do like a breast massage that is important for postpartum. And she's the only one in my city that do this type of job. Her agenda is full. And I said, look at that. Like we have so many ways to treat yourselves, to invest in your happiness, in your health. That doesn't mean buying a supplement or buying a, a you know a pill or going to the doctor or having an x-ray taken. Sometimes it's only about looking to your body, looking to yourself. So then I thought, like a, a free tool needs to be free. People need to read. And then this business needs to connect with each other because it's important for me to know if I like I I had a moment in my in my practice that I was seeing a family because the baby was not sleeping and of course I have some knowledge about it I can support with nutrition and give them a boost but sometimes we have another experts that are better than me and they're specific you know, for that field. So I can refuel for that person and they can teach them, they can coach them and they can share their knowledge. So it was like so magical the way that I got this and I'm so confident that it can work so good for the women that are trying to, you know, to pass through this process with this four categories, like the fourth cycle of becoming a mom, that is fertility, uh, pregnancy, postpartum and having already your child at home. So it's so I, I feel that it's so caring that, you know, finally, there's something that are looking to this women. I do know lots of apps that like connect with women and then they can book events together. And this is amazing. We will have like a page with community. So the women who can talk with each other, uh, you know, depending on the category they're living so they can share experiences, they can find support, sympathy and everything that they need. But again, it's, it's about, you know, uh, having that knowledge, empowering those women to know that close to them in their country, have somebody that can help, that can share and see, oh, that makes totally sense. I am eating too much this type of food, or I am not sleeping well. And it's totally related with uh, whatever, like just, you know, finding and then reading and then empowering empowering the women to find that true and then from that you can start you know investing and then say you know what i think i need to start from this this part and then i can book this online consult or i can i i need this massage because i think will help my my milk supply you know what i mean so it's just finding this path and i do believe that it will be a really great tool for women to um have this knowledge and again it's about empowering them that can be my weakness of empowering too much and then i don't have them <laughs> pay for my own service but uh, this is this is my mission again and i do i do have like a part that i will have for example if someone paid for me to to see me a hundred dollars let's say a uh, like a meeting a concert They can, you know, download like a pre-made with a holistic approach meal plan for 15 bucks, for 30 bucks. So depending on where you are, depending on what you can afford, sometimes you're not ready to to go or ready to invest or your insurance doesn't cover. That's another issue that we we have, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's not your time, but you want to start. You want to, to invest. And then you have a chance to do that so, and then I can personally and professionally achieve more people to deliver my message and my beliefs and my truth, and then maybe in the next step would be, "I want to book an appointment. no, I need to have like a more specific plan for me or my family or my baby uh let's say so it is it is a very um i hope like it's first hand like it's not launched yet i i I'm hoping to be launch launching this app between December and January, everybody's telling me, go 2021, because 2020 is so mad. (laughs) It's so, you know, but I don't see 2020 as being like, I'm pregnant on my third son. I got a puppy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I went to Banff when the provinces were open and we had like a good summer. So I did have a great year. So I don't want to see this year as a, as like a failed 100% because I had so many blessings and I guess maybe because of it, I had a chance to have this marketing event that I joined. And then maybe that's why I got this idea of creating an app. So I think sometimes it's just a time being that you're looking to your practice and you're looking to yourself and listen to those voices outside and see, oh, that makes sense. I'm not alone. It you know I I want to I want to I, it's not over I want to be that person that I wished ten years ago when I started so yeah
1: amazing I absolutely love your 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 uh your mission to be honest because I feel like it's very much in line with mine too it's yeah. you know how can we reach as many people as we possibly can and that's by uplifting others right and it is really hard work like this that's why I said like. We have to make sure that we're always taking care of ourselves, but also you know embracing the work and embracing the and having gratitude for everything that has come back because of the work that we're doing right and I think that when we witness that that is what's happening by and through our work, it becomes a really really positive um a positive journey like you said and and things even though the world seems to be crumbling around us at the same time, life seems relatively positive in the end because you're feeling complete and whole in, in where you stand in the world. And so, um, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on today and sharing your journey and your mission and, I'm looking forward to seeing this app when it's up in motion. Um, we'll, have oh, yeah. to have to, <laughs> we'll have to have you come back on and talk about it um, a little bit more once it's running smoothly. But um, yeah. yeah, I really appreciate you being here and it's been really nice to get to know you.
0: That's awesome. Thanks so much for having me. It was an honor. And uh, this connection I think is so important for me and all the holistic nutritionists out there. And I think you're achieving even more like people that are looking for a guidance and your your job is so important and all your ideas and everything that you put together with the great quality that you put together it's so nice and i'm very grateful to be here today and i can't wait to yeah to to come back and talk about this app and many other things i think i feel that when i start talking about what i do and what i my plans i can't talk for like 4 hours in a row and i wouldn't see the you know the time going by Uh, it's very special uh, sharing especially with people that you know uh, have the same feelings and beliefs that us
1: it's so empowering yeah 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 no thanks for being here and I completely agree